is the Under Center Podcast. Hello and welcome to the latest edition of the Under Center Podcast. My name, as you know, is Jake Motherfucking Woolhead, and I'm joined by my voluptuous co-host, Al McGrath, the proprietor of Big Al's Big Ass Barbecue Beef Burger <laughs> Emporium on Route 66 in Wicapog. How are you today, my friend, Al? Thank you for that intro, Jake. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> I'll give you a good one. It was it's just like our first podcast on our own together. It's something that's very special to my own heart. <laughs> I'm doing good. I'm doing good. Thank you. How are the, how are the big ass burgers selling? Good. Oh yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, of course. Flying. Yeah. Everybody loves a good loves a good big Al burger. Yeah. Reminds me of our times drinking together in your house and making up stupid <laughs> stuff. <laughs> right oh, today, the they were good times. Times I definitely don't remember, but probably should. <laughs> Uh, today we're going to be talking a few things football as I'm sure a lot of you already know uh, we're going to start off with the biggest news probably one of the biggest news that we have this week is the Colts firing Frank Reich which probably it came a, a bit of a surprise to me I don't often uh, see something like that happen even though he got the kiss of death from Jim Ray, didn't he a couple of weeks ago said yeah we believe in him the usual shy talk that we always see so uh, what's your initial reaction to this? Uh, I'm not surprised by him being fired. Um, I, I mean, the Colts are a mess. They're a mess, <laughs> and they have been like they they haven't been competitive. They have they have plenty of talent. They're just they're not competitive. Their offense is just all over the place. They have a few good players. Um, you know, they have Paris Campbell, Malali Cox. Um, did a tight end. I can't remember the name off the top of my head. But their offensive line is awful. It's garbage. just, uh, yeah, it's it's the worst in my opinion. Do you think it should be better with, Why, with Nelson on the line? Like uh, he can only do so much, though, and he's not playing one, his best football either. Yeah, true. Yeah, yeah, um, that's very true. I mean, there's there's no quarterback. Um, just throw uh, Nick Foles in there. Yeah, I don't know what the story is with that team. That's just so crazy. Is like they all of a sudden. Well, I don't know why they decided they would go get Matt. Ryan of all people in the offseason decide this is going to turn the boat around like Carson Wentz was a better like quarterback <laughs> pick for the Colts and that it just seemed to me that Jim Israel really really fucking hated Carson Wentz for some reason so <laughs> um yeah then they hired or named Jeff Saturday uh, as the interim head coach for the, the rest of the year which is you know perplexing a lot of all of us because firstly he's no fucking head coach experience at the NFL or college level he has never called plays. I'm just looking at my little stat sheet. So is this like a tank, do you think, Al? Is this like a tactic? Like, do you see him being the coach next year? Uh, I, I, don't, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Um, I don't I don't really see it as being a tank. Like, if he wanted to tank, just keep, keep Reich around. Right, right. you're like, doing a great job of it already. Yeah, yeah. sure, yeah. I mean... <laughs> It could be, but I don't. I don't see it as that. Um, I mean, as well. Uh, I don't know if you saw uh, just before they they also um, hired. Uh, he's part of the Colts staff already, but he's going to be the new offensive play caller, and has no experience in play calling. <laughs> is this the thirty year old that they have? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, That's a bit of a bad one as well. So, I'm kind of in two minds about the uh, Saturday thing. Like, in one, it's like. It's just a bit of chaos. It's fun. 
you know, it, it introduces a bit Why of chaos the fuck to the not? situation. Six-time six time yeah. all-pro offensive lineman could be a head coach, I'm sure of it. But then at the other end of it, it's a huge fuck you to the coaches who are already in the building, to the players. And I'll tell you what here, there is two former head coaches on that staff in Gus Brown. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And John Fox, and they get skipped over for some... Like, I mean, he's yeah. in the, the Colts Hall of Fame, I think. But The way I see it yeah. is Jim Irsay wants a yes man to build Jim Irsay's football team. Yeah, but I mean, that's, that's probably That's the way true. I see it at the moment. Yeah, owner, he's going to turn into the next Jerry Jones, maybe. Owner GM. <laughs> maybe, maybe, maybe. Did you see who was favorited to be the head coach next year? I did not. Want to take a absolute stab in the deck for me. Could be anyone. Peyton fucking Manning. Ugh. He's the odds-on favorite from the the bookies to say I mean, head coach next year. He doesn't have any coaching experience either, but he'd be <laughs> a better choice than fucking Jeff Saturday. Yeah, that's true. I, like, I'm sure Peyton Manning probably still have his flaws who, being one of the best quarterbacks. Uh, Peyton Manning's old center. So. Oh yeah, there you go. There's the attachment there already. So. And what do you see then as a future for our old Sam Ellinger rookie quarterback? Do you see him like, obviously maybe it's not going to go well the rest of this year. And this is like his audition, but probably next the, year they're not looking at him. The and best no? we can hope for this year is he doesn't get his legs broken. Yeah. Yeah. That's fair. <laughs> that's fair. Like, I don't think I we're going to see. Do you see him starting next year for the Colts? I don't know. I think, look, blow it up. Blow it up. Blow it all up. Top to bottom. It's funny. The last team that Matt Ryan was on, the Falcons, I said that. Blow it up. And then what did they do? They go get Matt Ryan off the Falcons, so they need to blow it up. <laughs> it was just not a good move. I don't know what the story is with it. Um, yeah, so that just mad. I just think that was mad. Uh, maybe in the offseason, we'll get Aaron Rodgers uh, on the Colts, who'll then fail, much like Matt Ryan did already. So... It could be an interesting offseason for the Colts oh, anyway. That'd be funny. Just keep going yeah. for the bad bargain bane quarterbacks. <laughs> we will move on to our next topic, which is, I'm sure, one that you will be a fan of. It's the Seahawks. I'm sure you could spend the an entire hour talking about the Seahawks from start to finish, yeah? Uh, I'll try and keep it uh, fairly Okay, fairly we'll keep condensed. it short. So, um, uh, big road win for the Seahawks beating uh, some bird-on-bird action, beating the Cardinals 31-21 in Arizona, if I'm not mistaken. Indeed. Um, And the best part about it is we got out of that cursed shithole stadium without any (laughs) season-ending injuries, which seems to happen every goddamn year. Yeah, Um, that's fair enough, yeah. They got a... I think I seen a, a change with Gino. They gave him an armband so he can call Shane Waldron's uh, plays from the wrist rather than trying to recall it from memory. How do you think that played off for Gino? Uh, I didn't see much of a change in the first half and into the third quarter, uh, to be honest. Um, they started off all right. They got a field goal, then they got a touchdown in the first quarter, and then there was nothing going for a while. <laughs> I mean, they weren't awful, but uh, they weren't good either. And then Gino threw that pick six, pick um, six in yeah. the third quarter, um, which I think was a bit of both, really. It was a really good play by Zayvon Collins, uh, you know, coming off the tackle to get the ball. Um, but Gino just, he's been doing this. He just won't put any air under the ball and just tries <laughs> yeah, to yeah. 
fucking zip it to the to the receivers, and it's he's tempting fate. He's he ha- yeah. absolutely has a multiple. Uh, now after after throwing that pick six, he did go on to tr- uh, have three, if I'm not mistaken, touchdown drives, which is like yeah, I mean, in a row, a lot of quarterback in a row, yeah, consecutive touchdown drives in a row. Uh, a lot of quarterbacks might crumble under the pressure of throwing a, a pick six, uh, but you yeah. know, just turns it around. I think um, Gino is playing this year with the largest chip on his shoulder <laughs> and he wants to shove it up everyone's ass. Yeah. He just, fair fucks to he, him. Yeah. He just, he was just like, right onto the next play, Grant, whatever. And then three touchdown drives in a row. Yeah. Um, you, and the game, let me ask you, go, go for it. The game wasn't as close as the scoreline may uh, come out. The pick six um, definitely leaned it. Um, and the second touchdown for the Cardinals uh, wouldn't have happened if Quandre Diggs didn't get an illegal contact penalty, um, they got a big third down stop and it would have been a turnover as well um, because Kobe Bryant uh, forced a fumble and recovered it. But then they got the penalty and ended up getting a touchdown. So, um, How much do you attribute this win for you to the Seahawks and Geno as opposed to the Cardinals just being straight up bad? Uh, honestly, I think it's a 50-50 split in this game. Like there's the, something, the there's well. something, yeah, that's fair, yeah. There's something the fundamentally wrong with the Cardinals at the minute. Yeah, I mean, the, the Seahawks played well, but the Cardinals just shot themselves in the foot. I think they had like 12 penalties for nearly 80 yards yeah. or something like, and just like Kyler just goes around like a baby just shout oh, yeah, at everyone yeah, who does yeah, anything yeah. wrong it's like dude you're half the problem <laughs> it's like with the you're not hitting the receivers he's, like... he's running around holding the ball like this and barely whatever way he it. runs as well it's just absolutely it looks like a no ball security it took it took two fingers from uh ryan neal to get that fumble yeah yeah it's just madness though i think like cliff has to be on that edge <laughs> on a cliff for himself to be Almost, he should be next. Probably, he should be on the hot seat list that we have going. I've been saying since the start of the season, Cliff Kingsbury's seat should be on fire. He's not on the hot seat; his seat is on fire. But for the it's amount just... of talent that they have, especially offensively, and the amount of work they've put into that defense through free agency with the JJ Watt signing, and they still have good players on that defense, and they're still not getting it done. And it's just kind of embarrassing to watch them now. They just are floundering. Yeah, I mean they they are dealing with some injuries, um, but that that'll only get them so much sympathy. Um, it, they're just they're just awful, awful. Let me ask really. you. I mean, uh, let me ask you a quick question here, Al. Has Gino talked himself into comeback player of the year? Oh yeah, oh yeah. If Ryan Tannehill got it, Gino Smith should get it. Ryan Tannehill got it for what about just my being boy? good with the Titans. What about my boy Saquon? Yeah. Ah, it's a tough call. It's a tough call. Yeah, <laughs> I think Saquon's the favorite, or if not, he's up there. I'm not sure um, where Gino is at this minute. Yeah, no, he he should definitely be being talked about. We we talked about this uh, the last time I was on. Um, he's been awesome this year. Yeah, he's been. You, are, awesome. are you in the keep Gino Saquon. on the Seahawks? 
Oh, sorry, I'm talking with Gino now. Are you are you are you in the, the camp of keep Gino next year? Mm. No, so it's I'm a 50-50. tough question. Yeah. I'm 50-50. Yeah, yeah. At, at, like a few weeks ago, even I would have said no. Absolutely not. He's playing really good. Um, but I don't see him sustaining it. But he sort of is sustaining it. Yeah, um, yeah, no, it's just he's been playing pretty good. Some good ball. And we have four picks. Uh maybe uh well definitely not in the top 40 um we have two firsts and two seconds and if we can spend all of those on the defense <laughs> um, that team changes that team changes oh yeah yeah um that let's, would be huge that, that yeah well we'll have to see how that plays out for them so let's move on to another topic here we're gonna stay with the seahawks actually we're gonna talk about the first international series in germany Coming up on the weekend, Al, how are you feeling against this Bucks Seahawks game? They don't scare me at all. Not even well, they don't. Bit. They look terrible. <laughs> maybe, maybe the defense. Um, like they, you know, give them credit where it's due. Like the, their defense has been good, but there's nothing going on offense. They look so disjointed. There's no chemistry. Tom Brady is an shell. Tom Brady looks like a forty-five-year-old quarterback. Yeah, yeah, and like for. <laughs> For a team, for a team, okay, Mike Evans, Chris Godwin, Julio Jones, Cameron Brait, and then that offensive line, and Tom Brady. On paper, they should be killing these defenses, but they're just not. <laughs> and they're awful. Yeah, no, it, yeah, it's the the two teams, the Rams and the Bucks, just look terrible to me. And I'm, I'm like, I, I, I kind of feel like a factor of it is that they've lost so many players on the offensive line from the start of the season. Uh, both teams have, and they just both look terrible because of it. That run game for both teams, especially the the books, just looks terrible. Yeah, I mean, just honestly, just gross football to watch. <laughs> are you are you gonna be? You're not going over to the game on Sunday, I assume. Are you gonna be no. missing it? Uh, I'll I'll watch it, but I um I just wasn't able to. Uh, Procure a ticket. Yeah, it was yeah. really annoying, and I, I probably wouldn't have been able to get a ticket anyway. <laughs> no, from the the stories I've heard, it's been almost impossible no. to get tickets this year for that. Yeah, there was something um, like five hundred and fifty thousand people, uh, like instantly trying to get tickets, and it was yeah, just it was sickening. not happening. Sickening. <laughs> <laughs> but you'll be watching at home, I'm sure, with a couple of cans or a couple of bottles. I'll try. <laughs> yeah, uh, we'll move on to another topic. Then we're going to talk about. The Bills, um, most notably Josh Allen, he has, I don't know if you watched that game on Sunday with him, um, and he just looked uncomfortable towards the end of it. His elbow looked sore, um, and then we found out afterwards, it's, um, I can't remember the name of the injury, but it's something to do with his elbow ligament. Have you heard much about it? Yeah, so um, the injury seemed to happen near the end of the game. Um, he was throwing the ball, and his arm kind of got bent backwards like this in a tackle uh, or uh, I can't remember who it was uh, fumbled the ball, uh, might have been Quinn and Williams um, but that, that seems to be when it happened um, and apparently it's a UCL uh, injury right. okay. I'm not sure what sure. it is, some sort of ligament yeah, in your something. elbow I read and it can vary sword... yeah, go on. it can vary from he'll be fine he might miss a week to 
he will need season ending ending surgery. So yeah, this is the surgery is called that we don't know. Nobody (laughs) knows Uh, the seasons. The the surgery is called Tommy John surgery. Uh, It's really common in baseball, apparently, because it's obviously a very similar movement. But in baseball, the surgery, if you have to get that surgery, um, you could be out a year minimum could be longer yeah. and even if you come back after the year your arm strength is nowhere near what it was before so that's so although although i will say while he had that injury he threw that 70 yard bomb <laughs> to davis who decided to get butterfingers i'm sure he immediately regretted it through pain afterwards <laughs> <laughs> this obviously has to, like i mean it's, let's assume best case scenario for them he doesn't miss this week but you have to think there's going to be some pain from there. It's going to limit them a little bit, um, which is going to slow them down. Oh, big time. Um, they can't afford to have um, Josh Allen slowed down. They can't afford to lose him. Because first of all, their backup quarterback right now is Case Keenum. <laughs> he is not Josh Allen. Um, and then uh, you've got Stefan Diggs, who is amazing. And then Gabe Davis is their next best wide receiver and Dawson Knox who's dealing with some injuries and on and off the field so I mean that the Bills are Josh Allen right now and they cannot afford to have him limited or lose him at all yeah this is like their Super Bowl window right yeah pretty much um they they might get away with it next year um I mean I don't know they just they can't stay healthy they've got so many injuries this year they're a couple of weeks ago their injury report looked like a roster yeah, that's fair enough. They were hit hard by the injury bug there recently. It's kind of like this is like the closest we've seen the Bills. They they looked like juggernauts at the beginning of the year, right? Like they just did not look like anyone could stop them. And now you get this. If this injury happens to be something more serious, that has to tank their chances and of anything really, any success without Josh Allen. Oh yeah, I mean, not to say the season's over, but their Super Bowl hopes are gone if Josh Allen is gone. Yeah, no, that's, I completely agree with that. Yeah, and it's all—it's kind of like it's half over halfway through the season. So if that injury is the a serious one, then he's going to be halfway through the year next year before he comes back even. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So we'll move on then to another topic I have here is the Chiefs and the Titans. We just watched them play. Um, they went to overtime. It was 17-17, went to overtime. And the Chiefs eventually won by a field goal um what happened like the chiefs just look bad i don't know what the story was with it they don't look good anymore um there is a bit of that they've definitely lost a bit of explosiveness um especially with such a stacked offense um not saying yeah. they're playing bad um i think a lot of people are overlooking what the titans defense did yesterday they played a really good game against this team like I, I haven't really thought the titans were all that much like i thought they were playing way above um what they actually were um but their defense played solid yesterday like they played good football and they held the game uh within pretty manageable uh score yeah um i I'm... mean especially against uh, an offense like you have patrick mahomes michael hardman juju who has just been lights out this year yeah um and Travis Kelsey. Um, Darius Tony. <laughs> that's the f- 
funniest thing. That must be so ah, annoying. Yes. Just constantly a magical injury. Just... Ah, yeah, let's just <laughs> let's just pretend that his injuries were always injuries <laughs> and that he just didn't want to play for the Giants. Like you can't just why, be traded that off the injury report. I don't know why. Because it's not like the Giants suck this year. Like if the Giants have receivers. Like you, I don't you know, can make I don't know. They win that Seahawks game. He just must must have a very convenient timing, body healing <laughs> superpower. I don't know. It's like, just this man. Everyone joked about it, and they were like, "Oh yeah, <laughs> he's gonna, you know, not have any injuries." And then it actually happens. And <laughs> yeah, and I he, don't he know. Got yeah. Catches like he looked all right. I think he, he got did like look fine. Yeah, he had no problem. Yards he got a couple of good blocks and stuff in there. <laughs> yeah. So that was. Yeah, I don't know. That man obviously just did not want to play in New York. He wanted to move, <laughs> and he got moved. He probably got moved to the best team that would have taken him. To be fair, yeah, the um, Chiefs who are gonna definitely use someone with Kadarius's skill set. Yeah, um, but yeah, I mean the the Chiefs have definitely not looked like what they have in the past, um, but they're still good. Like they're a good team. They're a contender this year. As they will be, uh, as long as you have um, like Patrick Mahomes. Mahomes. They, but... they don't seem to be missing Tyreek Hill too much. They are, but not, you know. It, does, it just kind of looks like. like everything is a struggle for them now offensively. Yeah. It's just like now they have to go from these third and long situations to get a ball to Travis Kelsey or something like that. Nothing feels smooth. To me, it just looks like Patty Mahomes is holding on to that ball just that little bit too much too long and then he's just taking them needless sacks that put him back eight to ten yards every time it's just i don't know it just doesn't look like as automatic as it was before i don't know i can't place it i can't i can't place the reason i think i i think there is that um bit of uh tyree kill because he i mean he's shown he's shown this year in miami that if it's under throne doesn't matter if it's overthrown, <laughs> he's, you know, the fastest player in the league. So it doesn't matter, you know, or well, the fastest wide receiver. Um, Like he's amazing. He's an amazing yeah. player. <laughs> um, <laughs> so they, they are missing him, as I said, just yeah, definitely. not as much as people would have thought. And I yeah. think that has hindered the Chiefs just a little bit. Yeah. And uh, that Chiefs D just looks, I don't know. That's like yeah, porous, like not, not good. Great. They they played Malik Willis, who is a rookie quarterback. Now, his stats weren't great. Five for 16, 80 yards, and eight carries for 40 yards. But, I don't know, obviously a lot of teams can't stop Derrick Henry, but two touchdowns isn't nothing to be sniffed at for him. Um, they kept that game close, closer than it should have been. We all had this as a lock nearly for us to have yeah. the Chiefs win this game, and it looked like they were going to lose it at some point. Yeah, this is a Chiefs team that lost to the Colts, so... Well, that's fair, yeah. Struggling Chiefs team, as we just yeah. said. Who, again, make don't... Him... Uh, no, go ahead. I was going to say, what did you make of Malik Willis's first start? How did you... Uh... What did you make of him? He's all right. Tons to learn. Yeah, um, definitely. But he wasn't as awful as I thought he'd be. And if he can just make some better decisions... Um, not trying to make all the plays with his legs. This is the NFL. You can't do that. The players are faster. You can't outrun everyone. <laughs> um, 
like that. He took a real bad sack. He was just trying to get out of it and use his legs, just like throw the ball away. He took a fifteen yeah. yard sack for nothing. It's a it's a learning lesson, isn't it? For him, oh, yeah, he's totally. only a young guy. You know, he's he's like... played he's played in two games now. Like he can't gain anything from these games at the moment. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, 100%. Um, had you got a chance to watch the Saints Ravens game? Uh, not yet. The highlights um, of it, I watched, even, yeah. uh, I watched a couple of bits, um, but it went about as expected, to be honest. With yeah, yeah, Saints players out. The Saints did not look good <laughs> at all. Michael Thomas being put on IR obviously didn't hurt them too much because he hadn't played really at all this season anyway. So, uh, I don't really know, but the Ravens. Um, do you think Lamar Jackson has talked himself into a contract year? Obviously, is he pushing them numbers up a little bit now? So, the Ravens just should have paid him what he wanted. Probably would have been cheaper he's now. He's just getting last more year. and more and more expensive. Because regardless of what you think about this team, Lamar Jackson has been a constant, and he's really good. <laughs> Like yeah, he's he's pretty good. Some people yeah. would say, yeah, <laughs> he's really good. Like it, you know, a lot of people just focus like, oh, he's just you know running quarterback, and yeah, that is a huge part of his game. But he's very good. He's accurate. Like he's he's a good quarterback, um, yeah, he's, and he's, he's just an getting more expensive. So however more however expensive you thought he was gonna be last year, at ten and, mil onto it, <laughs> yeah, pretty much, <laughs> basically, yeah, that's how his yeah, his just, whole. Just, uh, they're, it's the guarantees that kind of stop them, but just give him his money. Give him his money. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The Broncos I w- gave I Russ talk- two hundred fifty million before he played a snap. <laughs> just give Lamar Jackson his money. I want to talk about another quarterback very quickly. Uh, Jalen Hurts is obviously playing out of his mind this season. Um, I am so impressed by the Eagles. I thought they'd be good. He- um, but. Uh, he looks great, man. Good. I yeah. thought he was going to be terrible, but he like the addition of AJ Brown has really changed that fucking game for him. And now he's zipping balls, and they look great. There's great spin, great power yeah. on them, and they're hitting the receivers. And he just looks almost like he's very, very good. He's like Lamar Jackson now. Yeah, um, he's he's brilliant. He's so good. Yeah. and that that whole team. Um, now there there have been a couple of things like last week, uh, well this week, um, against the Texans, you can tell uh, they were missing Davis on the defensive line, their big rookie. Um, yeah, there was a few plays that just got through there uh, from Damian Pierce. Um, yeah, but overall they're they're uh, they're they're so good. I mean, you just keep <laughs> waiting for them to lose. Now we weren't expecting it this week. Um, but you think like ah oh, they might lose this game you know they're not they're not infallible but they just keep winning and yeah, keep yeah. proving everyone wrong even bad games they're winning like when they have a bad oh, game yeah. they're still winning it like so that completely changes it then yeah. I'm gonna, I don't... we have no go ahead uh, uh, I don't think they're infallible though I think a loss is on its way I don't think it's going to be a real ugly loss I don't think they're going to fall apart but um, you know, as I said, there there have been some moments on defense. I think there is a loss uh, coming down the road. Yeah, hopefully for me. We're going to finish on, I want to give you a quick fire question. Over under on quarterbacks to retire at the end of the season, two and a half? Over. 
over two and a half. Yeah, I'm I'm on the same boat. You're probably looking at Matt Ryan, Aaron Rodgers, Tom Brady. Like that's that three. Links. I think that's like yeah, I can see that happening. Yeah. So we're get, we're agreed on that one. Let's see if Paddy Power <laughs> can take us up on those odds. <laughs> I mean, All that's, right. That's kind of a slam dunk, isn't it? I feel like three is a good number like this year. Yeah. Like that's gonna be like, a good number. Rodgers falling apart. He's not coming back. Matt Ryan no. is not coming back. And Tom Brady needs I to mean, not come back. No. <laughs> <laughs> All right. We're going to finish up here this episode today. We're going to finish it on that high note for us. Um, if you want to follow us, you can look at us up on Twitter under Center Pod. Same on Instagram. You can check us out on YouTube under Center Podcast. Same on Spotify and iTunes and all that jazz. Al McGrath, thank you for joining me today. No problem. Thanks for having me on. Good chat.